Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. you are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. This is VEASAN Primetime. Dave Ross in for Tim Murray today. But what a pleasure it is to be joined by the king for the next three hours talking all things sports with Sean King. Sean, I always look forward to these times. I get to uh, cut it up with you. we got a great show today. Nick Whalen's going to join us in just a little bit. Of course, Mike Pritchard's going to be here. Jonathan Davis, Josh Applebaum, Lou Finicaro. Did you want more on this day? Well, I just was like, I'm a guy that believes in karma. Um, that's why I'm a man of the people, because I know that energy always comes back. And uh-huh. If I was going to have Tim be gone, and shout out to my guy, Mr. Murray. I think he's in a Dominican somewhere. Is probably. that right? Yeah, probably uh, risking it all. Tiger shark lurking. He doesn't see it. Like, mm. Who knows if he gets back to the beach in time. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just so happened that, okay, I get you as my partner in crime off of one of UFC's biggest weekends in 2023. I know 2023 is, is, is young, oh. but UFC, to their credit, they have a lot of events. So when they have one that kind of stands apart, which this one did, the crowd was unbelievable. Oh, man. I mean, you could tell it off of the screen. I mean, it was pretty dope to have you in here because, you know, that's an area where, you know, your expertise is, is utilized a lot on this network. So happy that you're here, and uh, we're going to get into a bunch of stuff today. A lot of things going on in the sports world. Yeah. A couple guys that play with that thing that's made out of pigskin, just got pissed. They did. But I did want to begin there where you just left off, and that's with an apology today. And it, the apology goes to Sean King from yours truly. Because I had a, a really rough travel schedule to get back in town this weekend. And you had texted me before UFC 285 began. Now, after I'd done the show Saturday morning, hot off the bird from the East Coast, 
I determined to set my alarm and I was just going to take a little cat nap, get up and watch the main card for 285. I knew I couldn't get the prelims in. I just knew there was no way. Body wasn't going to allow. And then I, I hit the uh, off instead of the snooze. And when I woke up, we had a new flyweight champion of the world, the first Mexican-born flyweight champion in the women's division, and a new heavyweight champion who happened to be the former white heavyweight champion in John Bones Jones. So I didn't get to give you, and it turned out I had a pretty profitable night because I love Johnny Bones all week. Uh-huh. But I will say, did not see Shevchenko losing to Grasso. <clears throat> so I hope you avoided that pitfall. So as you uh, just alluded to, you did not return my call. I, I did not. So I waited. <laughs> <laughs> but we had Kevin Ioli on oh, the show yeah. on Friday, and he liked Jalen Turner. So I really didn't tune in until right before the fight before Jalen Turner. Okay. So I just made a decision at that point. There's only three flights, fights left. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bet all three underdogs. And so I actually got lucky with the submission, you know, towards the end of the submission. Because Grasso wasn't going to win that fight. Right. But I thought I was live. Like, about, after, after about midway through the third round, you I'm watching with a bunch of people, but I was like, you know, for her to be almost a, a plus 600 underdog, like, this is, she's live. And all it took is for you to cash that one. Oh, yeah, that one, yeah. Because Jalen Turner, he had his chances. He stunned yeah, yeah. He stunned him a couple times. Live and he didn't, he didn't finish it up. But then uh, Gon, Gon just got a paycheck. Yeah. yeah he he um, didn't put up any kind of resistance. He, well, he cheap shot at him with a kick, and, and then that, that was it. No, I mean, look, I, I talked about it a lot last week about no disrespect to the French. But sometimes it's hard to back a Frenchman against the GOAT. Right. And Johnny Bones Jones, all I know is Dana White. I know you've said it's not going to happen. I, it looks like Stipe Miocic is going to be next for John Jones. That will be very interesting to see where those numbers open right here. Nick Likas at Circus Sports. Francis Ngannou. We're going to need to see the Predator against Bones somewhere down the road. And it would be, argue, I think, the biggest pay-per-view buy in the history of the UFC. Conor McGregor. Floyd Mayweather, incredible. But for the UFC, mm-hmm. I think it'd be the biggest fight they've ever put on. We'll see. How's he from? Didn't he tear both ACLs or something crazy? Francis, he's, yeah. he's good now. He good? Yeah. Okay. And remember, what, what did Floyd Mayweather t- teach us? If it makes dollars, it makes sense. Oh, absolutely. I want to see it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. It's got to happen. Uh, talking about money, how about Derek Carr? Got the bag to go down there to the Big Easy. Now, yesterday, when I was on the handle with Matt Brown, I said, hey, look, you might want to think about taking the Saints today at plus 230. Because to win the South, because I think they're going to get Derek Carr. Because remember, Derek Carr said, "Don't trade for me, right?" The Raiders wanted to trade him to the Saints. He said, "Just wait till I'm, I'm cut loose, then you don't have to give up draft capital." So that is now, in fact, what has happened. And you see how the line has already moved down to plus a dollar thirty for Derek Carr now to win the South for the Saints. And look at the NFC; that hasn't switched at all. Still sixteen to one in the Super Bowl hasn't changed at all. But the divisional odds have. So, Mr. King. What do you make of that news today down there in New Orleans? Dang, I was born too early, man. Listen, no offense to Derek Carr. I'm glad he got the bag. In the wire, they so eloquently said it perfectly. The price of the brick went up. Hey, the game is the game. But, man, you can't tell me Derek Carr worth $50 million a year. Man, sell that to somewhere else. Uh, but I'm happy for the Carr family. Uh, that's a heck of a lot of money, especially a heck of a lot of money living in New Orleans. I uh, hope they enjoy it down there. <laughs> uh, Saints Nation gives them a little excitement. Uh, we'll see how the Alvin Kamara deal plays out. We'll see if Michael Thomas is ever going to play football consistently again. Mm. But uh, Dennis Allen has got to make him feel good is that he feels like his defense is still top 10, 12 in the league. You get a quarterback that's solid. Definitely not $50 million a year solid, but hey, 
I mean, if Daniel Jones is allegedly turning down uh-huh. you know, high 30s, low 40s per year, then I guess Derek Carr is worth 50. Man, I was too young. Well, if again, Derek Carr worth 50, I know I'm worth five. Oh, you're worth more than Jeez. five. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Man. We learned that on the wire. It's, it's exactly true. So, again, he's going to get $150 million, $100 million guaranteed. I, I do want to go back to. <laughs> Just think about this. Hold oh, on. No. Okay. Derek Carr. It's going to make more per year, per year than Drew Brees ever made as a Saints starting quarterback. His entire career. Oh He's a now a top 10 guy in the league. It's, it's, it's so interesting to oh, me. because so about time and Dave. So what would, it, what would have Sean King on the open market have commanded? I mean, it, it wouldn't have mattered. The back, if the starter's making 50, the backup's making four or five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why you see guys like, I don't know, Chase Daniel never retire. Just keep carrying a clipboard. When I played, I was so ticked off because the Bucks gave Brad Johnson what I thought was the contract I should have gotten. But that Ooh. whole contract was only like $30 million. It was like four or five years, $30 million. Carr going to touch that in the first month. $100 milli guaranteed. So here's what you know. For a guy, to- Dave, that I don't think, I don't mean to keep cutting you off. No. But I don't think, has Carr won a playoff game? Got him there. Remember, they lost to the Bengals. But they never actually won a playoff game. Now, that was the same narrative around Matty Stafford. Hadn't won one in Detroit because the Rams and win the Super Bowl. Not saying that's going to happen with Derek Carr. In Detroit, I don't think he had, you know, quite the collection of skill talent. Right. The one thing that Carr has had, he had a young Amari Cooper. Yeah. I mean, he had Antonio Brown. Mm -hmm. I mean, he had uh, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller. He's had guys. Josh Jacobs. Like, he's had guys now. Well, he's never had a top 10 defense, right? So, again, it gets back into that. Like, I'm not – there's no comparison to Dan Marino. But, you know, Marino went to a Super Bowl second year. They never got back. And they always said, well, the defense never helped him out down there with fighting fish. So, I, I understand that situation matters. I do think that it's going to help out Derek Carr. That he's going to a division now without Tom Brady in it that it feels like it might be winnable in year one. I don't know if he can do a Matthew Stafford-type leap. But it does feel like he's going to have a chance with the defense. He knows Dennis Allen from the Raider days previously. It felt like that was going to be the right fit because of the common knowledge they had. What if I told you this, though, Dave? Bring it. Instead of taking what has now become a, at least, if you look at the NFL in different seasons, we're in that offseason phase. So from mm-hmm. a future standpoint, mm-hmm. this is the lowest the Saints have been to win the division. Yeah. What if it's created value? for Tampa, Carolina, or Atlanta, who are one Jimmy Garoppolo-type signing, in my opinion, from now becoming the favorite in the NFC. Because I think you have to presume that there's going to be no Alvin Kamara. Right, he might be gone for, for right, a year. Right, because of his legal situation. Sure. You've got to think that's going to keep him out the majority, if not all, of this upcoming season. Michael Thomas has played, what, two games in the last three years? Mm-hmm. So he's not dependable. I mean, if you take those two weapons away, regardless of who's at quarterback now, is that Saints roster really... Because Tampa is only really missing Tom Brady. Right. They still have all those other names. Now, that's an interesting point you bring up. Because basically, with the Saints now being shorted by a half, right? You could have seen as high as 230 yesterday. Now, what, $1.20 to win the South. That means the odds are going to go up on those other three teams. I don't know what Carolina is going to do. But talk about rosters that feel like maybe, even though Matt Rule did not work out, the defense, they drafted all defense a couple years ago. They've got pieces on defense, a young defense. They don't have CMC anymore. The Buccaneers, do they still have pieces? Mike Evans is getting up there a little bit. You know, the defense, I still like some of those pieces. Certainly 45 on defense. My eyes get trained to watching him play linebacker. So they've got some guys. 
Falcons, I've got to be honest, I don't know what direction they're going. If it's Desmond Ritter, we're looking elsewhere, but Marcus Mariota is no, no longer on that roster. So I don't know where else I would go with the elongated value now that the Saints have been shorted. Yeah, it's interesting because they got Kyle Pitts. They got Drake London, uh, Tyler Algieri, I yep. think, uh, rookie running back. They're going to, of course, add some pieces on defense. Uh, I mean, we'll see. What, mm. what, what if Jameis Winston ends up in oh, Carolina my. or Atlanta? He can't go back to Tampa, can he? I mean, I would love for him to go back to Tampa, but I doubt if the Bucs will bring him back. But I would. I mean, last time he was in Tampa, he threw 5,000 yards. But he had a third. Oh, but they fired that offensive coordinator. Right. Brian Leftwich will so know what he's doing. But they had a, basically, a, he was a human 30 for 30. I mean, we've never seen that I'm before. I'm just saying, not a lot of guys walking the face of the planet they can say they threw for 5,000-plus yards in a single NFL season. Sean King, could you ever, in your wildest dreams, have imagined for throwing in the NFL in one season 30 touchdowns and 30 picks? Well, I never was good enough to stay in the game long enough. Because if I would have gotten the 20 interception range, I'd have been on the bench. So just the so fact you think that that's, they, a, that's a positive right. that they allowed they, him to they stay They thought in. enough for you to get to 30. <laughs> Normally, you get yanked by that time. It's still, I, I don't know that we'll see that ever again. A it's 30 it's hard to do. It's almost impossible. We've got a ton more in the NFL to break down throughout the next three hours. Plus, I, I heard another rumor today, and I, later on we'll get to it. Is Tom Brady really done? Because just saying, <laughs> apparently at the Combine, the hot rumor is that Brady has been inquiring with other teams along with another old man, Philip Rivers. We'll get to all of that throughout the next three hours, but Nick Whalen's coming in next to talk some basketball right here. We're coming back on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in game betting, boosted eye specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside Sean King, I'm Dave Ross. We roll on right here on VEASAN, and always a pleasure to welcome in Nick Whalen here. Of course, Nick does a great job covering the NBA. You can follow Nick as I do on Twitter at Whalen one but it's an L, uh, the number one instead of an L on Twitter. So it's a little tricky, Nick, but I know people can still find you out there. Uh, always great to catch up. Before we get into your action and what you see in the NBA slate today, it's something I was talking about with Britton and Sean before the show started. Now with Kevin Durant there in Phoenix, and we see the way it looks, if they don't win the NBA title this year, what's the excuse going to be for Chris Paul? <laughs> That's a good question. We're coming out firing here. Uh, it, it's funny because it, it kind of feels like it's off Chris Paul's shoulders in some ways. And, you know, obviously he's had talent around him in Phoenix these last couple of years and guys like Aiton and Booker and, you know, previously McCall Bridges. But it now feels like the onus is kind of on Kevin Durant in some ways. And obviously he has his two titles, but there are a lot of people out there that say, well, he signed on, joined a super team in the Warriors, got his titles. And I, I don't think those are necessarily weighed as heavily as some other, you know, star players titles. So to me, you know, now you have two guys who are under immense pressure on the same roster. Chris Paul doesn't have any titles. Kevin Durant, some people say has two fake titles. Uh, but I, I also think, you know, bringing in Kevin Durant takes a ton of pressure off of Chris Paul. I mean, we've seen it just in these three games since Durant arrived. Chris Paul is basically a, a luxury player when it comes to scoring. His job is to, you know, be passable on defense for 30 minutes hand out somewhere between eight and 12 assists and just kind of set up two of the best one-on-one -on -one players in the league and Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. So obviously, you know, the Chris Paul legacy narrative is going to be there no matter what I'm interested to see if he could just stay healthy because in years past, you know, whether it's been a legitimate injury or something that we find out a month after that's been nagging him, like that's usually what's been the, the quote unquote excuse is, Oh, well, Oh yeah. Chris Paul was not healthy. He's never healthy in the playoffs. At some point, you know, you just have to put that aside um, so to, to me, you know, it's going to come down to can Chris Paul be healthy and, you know, can Kevin Durant and Devin Booker help push him 
over the mountaintop. Because at this point in his career, this is not Chris Paul's team. Yeah, plus uh, 450 here, the uh, second betting favorite still is the Suns. Yeah, I'm not going to let you guys beat up a 37-year-old. I mean, Chris Paul's an old man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Like, Kevin Durant took all of the pressure off of Chris Paul. Mm -hmm, right. The real pressure is on Durant. I mean, two and a half years ago, Durant was viewed as the unquestioned best player in the world. Mm. Now, when we're being honest, his mm -hmm. name really doesn't come up until like the fourth or fifth name. Uh, it starts with Giannis, then it goes to the Joker, yeah. and he's down the list. One due to injury, also the um, magnificent failure in Brooklyn, and then compound that, mm. Nick, with the fact that Golden State has won another title post-Durant. <laughs> You're exactly right. You're exactly right. I mean, it, it kind of feels like Kevin Durant, just by virtue of the the mess that has been the Brooklyn Nets, has been, I guess, out of the spotlight in terms of his his legacy talk. You know, there's been so much day-to-day -day talk, so much turmoil with that team that it feels like it's been a while since we've talked about, you know, oh, Kevin Durant only has two rings. Can he get his own? I think that now comes back into focus in Phoenix because before he left Brooklyn, it just didn't really feel like they were a true title contender. It felt like a lot of things were going to have to go their way health-wise, you know, maybe even injuries to teams like Boston and, and Milwaukee. But now all of a sudden he's thrust back into the spotlight. He's on maybe the best team in the entire league. So you're totally right, Sean. I think that narrative is now kind of overtaken the Chris Paul narrative. And like, look, I love Chris Paul. He's one of the 20 to 30 best players ever, but he's not Kevin Durant. Like people care more about Kevin Durant than they do Chris Paul's legacy at this point in Paul's career. Yeah. It seems like he's had a, a bunch of chances to get it done. Maybe obviously not a star player anymore, but could still finally get that chip mm -hmm. and add it to that hall of fame resume. Let's get to some of the action tonight here, Nick, some things you might like. Sometimes you can make good money on bad teams. Uh, how about the Blazers against the Pistons tonight? Cause dollar Dame isn't going anywhere. It looks like he's going to ride it out in Portland for the foreseeable future. What do you make of the Blazers chances tonight? Laying that five. I, I like the Blazers on the road tonight. Uh, like you said, five-point favorites. It's actually down from five and a half uh, about a half hour ago over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. So, uh, you know, some thought here that I, I think Detroit can hang around, but the Pistons are without several regulars already. I mean, Bojan Bogdanovic, who's been like wire-to-wire -wire their best player this season, he's not going to play tonight. They have a couple other guys we're, we're monitoring as tip-off approaches. There are a couple factors here, but first and foremost, I don't think Detroit wants to win games right now. Say, they are they are, trying to win? <laughs> they, are, they are counting their lucky stars that for whatever reason, the Charlotte Hornets decided to go on a five-game winning streak uh, to end February, uh, and that put a little bit of a cushion between Charlotte and Detroit, but it's only a four-game cushion. Like, Detroit needs to be careful here. They, they don't want to win too many games. Portland is a beatable team, for sure. I mean, this is the worst defense in the NBA right now. If you look at the last 10 games, they are dead last in defensive rating. They're still without Anthony Simons. They're still without Yusuf Nurkic, who hasn't played in a month. It's basically been Damian Lillard single-handedly willing this team, keeping them in games, driving them to victories uh, on a nightly basis. I mean, they're a top 10 offense, guys, in the last 10 games, single-handedly because of Damian Lillard. Over his last 23 games, 38.6 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, 51% from the field, over 11 made free throws per game. Uh, and if you start to look into to some of the ATS numbers, Portland 11 and six ATS with a rest disadvantage this season. They're coming in on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. Wouldn't necessarily think that, but I think this is a good spot for Portland. I mean, for better or for worse, we don't view them as a real contender, but they're actually trying to win this game. They're trying to sneak into the play-in. Detroit is not. I think that's totally fair. I mean, again, this is the time of year where you start to look at teams that you think might be in the tank, right? And Detroit feels like one right. of those teams. I also think it's really hard in this day and age of the NBA to bet unders. Because mm -hmm. it's just, it feels like we get points galore. But Nick, there is a play out there tonight 
that you think the under could be profitable? I do. I do. And I approach it with the same level of caution as you do. Um, I mean, at least the nice thing is like totals are starting to rise in accordance with the rise in scoring. I mean, early in the season, it felt like anytime you were taking an under, uh, you were, you were just getting killed, but I'm looking at this under in Hawks heat tonight, 225 and a half. I'm not touching the spread in this game, but I, I'm trying to target unders with teams that don't score points, right? <laughs> that makes sense. The Miami heat, 27th in offensive rating over the last 10 games. They've been one of the five worst offenses in the league for most of the season. They are also a bottom four team in pace. 10 of the Heat's last 11 games have gone under 229 and a half, including their last game Saturday against these very Atlanta Hawks. Two of the three matchups between this team or these two teams, I should say, this season have gone under 230 points. Hawks are the, the much better offense. That's the side you're worried about here. They play a lot faster than Miami, but I also trust Eric Spolstra. I trust the Heat to, to force their opponent to play their style. I think that's one of the few things that the Heat have been good at this season is they play slow and they, they force you to play slow as well. So I, I'm looking under on the 229 and a half in that Hawks Heat game. You know, from a future standpoint, <clears throat> now I know when you look at the Eastern Conference, it's all Boston, it's all Milwaukee, but we had a very mm -hmm. interesting occurrence uh, yesterday a game in which the New York Knicks mm, kind of, mm. I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, Nick, but I mean, they look like when we, basketball is about matchups, right? They mm -hmm. look like they match up well with Boston. Uh, right now, the Knicks are 40 to one to win the East, Ooh. 80 to one to win it all. Could I entice you at all? Or can <laughs> you convince me at all that the Knicks are legit, at least Eastern Conference title contenders? I, I still think the Knicks are a pretty significant step below teams like Milwaukee and Boston. But of course the counter to that is they played Boston really well just last week. And I believe Boston was without Jalen Brown in that game, but you're right. They do match up well with Boston specifically. I mean, Jason Tatum got kicked out of that game. That, that's how frustrated he was by the end of it. And for whatever reason, like adding Josh Hart has been the equivalent of adding like Kevin Durant for this team. Like he has just unlocked something uh, for the Knicks. They're playing with a, a noticeable sense of confidence. Like if you watch that game last night, uh, there were a few plays down the stretch where you're, you're a couple of those like no, 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 yes plays for guys like RJ Barrett and Julius Randle. Like this team, this team's feeling itself. You know, like you said, you don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. I mean, they've won seven in a row now. I mean, this is a, a, a very good basketball team. And I, I still think they're a tier two contender for me. Would I take them over Boston? Would I take them over Milwaukee in a series? No, I wouldn't. But all of a sudden, like Knicks versus Cavaliers as a potential round one matchup, like that feels like a toss up. I think Knicks versus 76ers given some of the shortcomings that the Sixers have had and James Harden and Doc Rivers have had, I, I think that becomes a really interesting series. So I would not bet the Knicks to emerge from the East. I certainly wouldn't bet them to win the title, but if you could find kind of a, like how far do they advance in the playoffs type of bet? Like this is a team that could absolutely make the Eastern conference finals. I just don't think they win it. Uh, Nick, very quickly, only have about 45 seconds. Tom Thibodeau coach of the year. Could, could we make that claim for at least for the Knicks? He's making a run at it. Right. I, I, I don't know that he's going to have the greatest chance to win it. He's 10 to one right now. Part of it is we just have a, a kind of an unusually strong field. Right. I mean, Michael Malone has never won this award. It kind of feels like it's his turn. His team is the best team in the West by six games. So I think he has a case. Obviously, Joe Missoula in Boston, really unique situation with how he took over. I think some people will buy into that narrative. And then the favorite guys, minus 190 at DraftKings, Mike Brown. I, I think he's more of the classic winner of this award, you know, doing more with less. Don't call him Mike Malone. He doesn't like that. Call him no, Nick Whalen. Sacramento. Follow him on Twitter. Does a great job at RotoWire. Nick, always a pleasure to Good catch stuff, up, my Nick. friend. We'll hey, catch thanks, up guys. again soon. When we come back, some plays that we've already made, maybe in the futures market. Come on back. It is Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for just $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the big dance. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guys feature in depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, picks on every single tournament game from our VSIN experts like. The GOAT himself, Brent Musburger, and Greg Hoops Peterson. Sign up today. Get the betting guides plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tourney for just $19 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside Sean King, Dave Ross, in for Tim Murray today. And every time I read that and I go, 68 teams. <laughs> Remember the days of 48? Uh-huh. Then we went to 64. Now we're at 68. Jim Beheim's pushing up. for 100 and whatever. Moving on up. You know, I didn't get why Beheim a couple years ago was pushing for 106. He knew his teams are going to suck. So he's like, hey, I got to get Cuse in the big dance. So we'll just keep expanding the tournament until my team can begin. Do you, do you like this? We've seen it in, in, obviously, college football. Mm-hmm. College basketball, everybody loves the tournament, kind of in the form that it's in. Do we need to mess with a great system that the NCAA has had through for decades now? Well, I think what they're trying to do is lessen the margin of someone deserving to be in, not getting in. Lessen the margin of somebody deserving to right. get in. Because okay. when you have an automatic bid from non-Power 5 conferences, if the team that dominated the regular season mm. – Resume, because everybody goes to resume now, Ken Palm and how many quad one rank. Right, but if this team was dominant, but they didn't play a lot of quad one teams and they happen to lose in the semifinals of an automatic birth tournament, you know, or if you have, you know, some bubble teams. So I think it's trying to minimize the miss quotient for the tournament. Because you want teams that deserve to get in to get in. I agree. And I, I understand that argument. I really do. It's a pretty salient one. I just think that with the expansion now to the first four in, right, we get do the Omaha thing or the Dayton Flyer thing, I, I think it actually, it's worked. Like, we, we, I don't feel like we've left out teams that could possibly win the True. thing because we've had teams from the first four go to the <clears throat> final four. Right. Like VCU, my alma mater, right? We, we've seen this before with teams that just get in, win on a Tuesday. Next thing you know, in a couple of weeks, they're playing for, for all the marbles. It might not win the whole thing, but it feels like opportunity is now there. Well, that was my morally, like, upright. Answer. That was a good answer. No, the, the, oh, the other money. side of the coin is it's another opportunity to show a game on TV. Right? There it is. So you For get, us to bet. Right. You know, it generates more revenue. That's always the answer. But it's always good if the cart, if the horse is pulling a cart that has both in it. Yeah, and this one does. Right, it does. So I think it's a duality to it. I'm okay with it. I think um, we're going to get it. I think yeah. there will be more expansion there as it's coming to college football. Let's get to some of your plays that you have today. And you made the point to me during the break that like, this is the down week before we get to Mm -hmm. selection Sunday next week. So really you got to be in the weeds when you're making wagers this week. Cause it feels like this is the time the casuals might take the foot off the pedal and get ready for next week. But you think there's some good opportunities. Well, Because I think you really have to do your homework. You have to do your research because, and I say that to put put context on it, because I think you should always do your homework before you make wages. But some people bet trends. Yeah. This year, one of the big trends in college basketball was home unranked team favored over ranked road opponents. Some people just going to blindly, every time I see that situation, I'm going to, I'm going to bet it. 
You know, some guys like Josh Applebaum is always going to bet a dog that goes to favorite sure. when that line moves. So yep. there are ways you can get through the regular season by just believing in a trend and continue consistently hitting it. These tournaments are different. <laughs> I mean, you have to know, I mean, who, first of all, who can get in? Like, I, I bet Queens College in the first round of their game because I knew they couldn't get in the tournament if they won it. Right. So I know they were going to be like helter-skelter. All of they, they won the first game, covered the second one. Like, this is a little nuances. Wow. You know, you got to know Davis yeah. from Detroit going for the all-time points record. They cover a game mm -hmm. against a far superior team in round two. So because the conferences are smaller, they, smaller, they don't get as much coverage during the regular season. You have to do your homework a little more. And I know you've done one today. You got Furman against Chattanooga. And this number right now, Furman, I believe the Falcons are about four it's point favorites. Me. Uh, going down it's to, down uh, to three now here at Circa. Three and a half. Yeah, here at Circa is three. So I always shop numbers. So here's how I feel about this, Dave. Okay. There are two ways to look at this. Some people think it's hard to sweep a team. Yep. But I do think situations matter. So Chattanooga, I was on Chattanooga yesterday. Mm -hmm. It came through for me. I'm on Furman tonight, oh. minus four. Furman beat Chattanooga in both regular season contests, 77 to 69 and 79 to 58. They're going to beat Chattanooga tonight, I think. But the nail that I hammered into the wood to make this play, rewind to last year. Chattanooga beat Furman both times in the regular season, played them in the SoCon tourney, and beat them for the third oh. time. So this is the reverse of what happened last year. Furman gets the season sweep a year after being swept by Chattanooga. Uh, what is a paladin? Well, I'm not sure. It's a knight, I'm being told. Like a knight. Well, why not just the knights? I mean, like, like, it's, I thought it was a bird. If isn't, you had said to me, is this, a military a, school? is this an, yeah. Oh. Is this like an armored warrior or is this an animal? You're going to have would, the whole force and power of the U.S. The paladins military service. They're going to come out. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I just, I just didn't know. I thought it was a bird. It felt like a bird to me, but apparently it's an, it's a nice. Now, is Chattanooga the mocks or the, the moccasins? Mox. I think they used to be the moccasins, right. and then they just went is mocks. Is it still the snake, or is it the shoe that people wear that they say is Oh, that's okay. Right, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know exactly. So both yeah. mascots leave a lot to be desired. It's the mocks against the paladins. Yeah. And you're going paladins I'm laying going the four. I'm going Furman. Furman laying the four. And Puckstradamus. Uh-oh. Play of the night. What do you got? Let's go. Got to go all the way to California to the great. Is it a city or a state called Vancouver? Vancouver, uh, I believe. Uh, in the Great White North. Yeah, what are they in in, in Canada? Is that a city? It's a city, okay, not right. a province. All right, that's what I was. That's it's what I was saying. Yeah. So, and by the way, they got rid of the penny in Canada. I learned that with Matt Brown this weekend. Yeah. By, by the way, Vancouver is beautiful. Never been there. Like north of Seattle. Oh. One of the richest like areas in all oh. of the country. in the province of British yeah, Columbia. It's pretty dope over there. So yeah. I'm taking Vancouver tonight. Now Vancouver. Horvath got traded to the Islanders. Mm -hmm. A lot of people be like, how are you taking Vancouver? Well, guess what? Nashville was bigger sellers unexpectedly at the trade deadline than Vancouver was. So Nashville's definitely punted on the season. Mm. This game is in Vancouver. I got it at minus 105. I'm going Puxtradamus with the Canucks tonight. Only been to uh, Toronto. Went to Skydome to see a Dope Blue Jays too. game. Pretty nice. Yeah. I, I didn't realize Toronto was had that much water surrounding it because I went in the winter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then I went back in the summer, and I was like, okay. Different country yeah, in the summer. Yeah, it's a whole different place. I, uh, I went to get food uh, during the game, and they'll accept American dollars. Mm -hmm. So I gave them that, and then they just gave me some money back. You didn't I know if it was right or wrong? No idea. Yeah. But they're nice people, so I just assumed it, it was proper. They are. Whatever it was done. They could have robbed me blind. I wouldn't have known the difference. Uh, I did have a play, because Britton asked, do you have anything tonight? I had nothing tonight specifically. Mm -hmm. But I did play over the weekend. I shopped around and found the best number that I could find. 
Uh, not my team, not your team, but America's team. The Dallas Cowboys at 18 to 1 okay. to win next year's Super Bowl. I know people are like, well, it's been since 1995. It's been a minute. And the thing is, I look at it and I go, I look at the NFC. Uh, Derek Carr went to the Saints today. Their number got shorted, but didn't really didn't get shorted. Right, he's not striking market. fear in anybody as right. far as winning the, the, the so, National Football Conference. So who right now is better than the Cowboys <laughs> in the NFC? Okay, you say, well, the Niners, well, they don't have a quarterback last I checked. They might get one. Tom Brady, I, they might get one. I don't know. Okay. But the Eagles, you know, Cowboys split with the Eagles. And you said, well, Gardner Minshew played in game number two. Well, Super Dak Prescott didn't play in game number one. Cooper Rush did. And the Cowboys were win the, within a score in the fourth quarter in Philly. Mm -hmm. And Cooper threw it all over the lot that day. Okay. So when I look head to head, Cowboys are right there with the Eagles. They're right there with the Niners. So who am I to fear at 18 to 1? Because all I'm doing is, can I get to the Super Bowl? If I can get there, I got a hedgeable spot at a great number today. So before everybody laughs him out and says nothing changes but the dates in the calendar, that's a pretty good well, number. I, I laugh at the Cowboys because their Super Bowl hopes match up directly with the uh, well-being of their fan base every year. And you guys do this to yourself every year. What do you mean? You convince yourself in the offseason that the upcoming season is going to be different than all the seasons since 95 have been. That's a long time. That's almost 30 years of hope. Andy Dufresne said it good. Hope can be a dangerous thing, man. I'm just telling you. <laughs> we're in the middle. We're coming to cusp of conference tournaments and college basketball. March Madness and Cowboy fans are talking about. Oh, we got a rise in the prize. You know, Tony Pollard's rehab. They gave him the franchise tag today. Yeah, I'm just saying. Pollard's man. back. Dallas has no shot next year, by the way. If you want to hit your horn, if you want to hit your wagon, the two teams in the NFC hit mm -hmm. you to Seattle and Detroit. Oh, Gino just got the bag. Yeah, Gino just got pizzied, by the way. Three years, 105 milli, 52 in the first calendar year. I'm happy for him. But I'm going to tell you what this means. Okay. I will guarantee now that Seattle takes a quarterback with their first-round selection. Oh, so Gino, you're good. We paid you. You don't have to worry about your job. They don't get an opportunity to get this type of quarterback out of college because they're generally always picking right. at the end of the first round. Because they make the playoffs. So now that they're – I think they're at – Eight, nine, somewhere up in Top there. Ten. They're going to take a quarterback. And by the way, for Gino and Pete Carroll to get to the postseason this year, I know, I know Brian Dable won Coach of the Year. So happy for Gino. I mean, Pete Carroll did a hell of a job. And Gino Smith, comeback player of the year. People say, what did he come back from? Came back from the Jets. That's what he came back from. Nobody comes back from the Jets. He did. When we come back, oh, we're going to talk all things NFL Combine with two people that know Sean King and Mike Pritchard next right here on Visa. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't supposed to be my dance. <laughs> From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human-moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account, click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes that deposit, you're both going to receive a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Rolling on with Sean King, Dave Ross here in for Tim Murray today. Always love when we get to talk football with you and then you add Mike Pritchard to the conversation and you know it's going to be a doozy. Of course, Pritchard, great host here on VEASAN uh, across the network and knows all about this draft process that I know you and Sean King know very well. Before we get to the combine and the dog and pony show, we did have the big news of the day here. The Derek Carr got the bag with the saints four years, 150 million, hundred million guaranteed. Mike Pritchard, are these salaries out of control or is Derek Carr really worth 150 million over four years? Well, I mean, he's got to prove that, first of all. We'll see if he gets to the four-year mark uh, to, to earn all that bag. Uh, the guarantees are interesting. You know, I think D. Carr wanted to get out from under that other contract that he had with the Raiders 
because if they would have traded him, he would have been playing under that. Maybe they would have restructured it. Who knows? Uh, but I give Derek Carr and his representatives some credit because they wanted the release. They wanted to create a market, and they did. They had Carolina out there. They had the Jets pursuing them. They had the Saints pursuing them. And and so, I mean, I, I think when you can look at that situation, get a four-year deal. Uh, now, the guarantees kick in, but certainly he's got to meet some metrics with the guarantees and all that. I get that. Um, but it's a, it's a two-year, it's a strong two-year contract uh, for Derek Carr, you know, to get to the playoffs, to win a playoff game, finally. Uh, and then perhaps uh, see the back end of that contract as well. So I, I think it's a great opportunity. He's he's back with Dennis Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a playoff caliber defense, uh, something that he's been crying about for a while in terms <laughs> of he wish he had that with the Raiders. Now he has it, uh, and now he's indoors in a controlled atmosphere in that dome. Uh, so we'll see what D is uh, going to be capable <clears throat> of out there with New Orleans. Well, Pritch, I'll tell you this: for a guy that's already touched ninety million. 100 million yeah. guarantees, a heck of a parachute, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. You know, I was I was joking with the fellas, Sean, about how when I was in the league and we first got free agency and we got that salary cap uh, in 92, of course, the great uh, legendary Reggie White. Uh, thank you, Reggie White. Uh, but uh, yeah, the salary cap, I think, reached about 50-something million. The whole thing, you know? wow. And, and that's the average salary for, <laughs> for a legendary quarterback right uh, now. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, breaking news is Geno Smith just got three years, $105 million from Seattle, mm-hmm. uh, 52 in the first calendar year, more so than the contract. There's right. two prominent quarterbacks now off the market, yet teams like the Jets, Raiders, um, and a couple of Atlanta – Carolina still sit without quarterbacks. What does this do for like a Jimmy Garoppolo who now seems to be the top of the class as far as the rest of the guys left? Yeah, I mean, it's no surprise. I mean, as betters, right, um, we all know about the new league year that's a days away. Uh, You got the legal, illegal, uh, or legal tampering period uh, (laughs) coming up before that. But we had the illegal tampering period happening at the Combine. So this domino with Dcar, that was the first domino, right? And so that one drops. And so now you're going to start uh, to see quarterbacks with their own teams. You got the franchise tag deadline tomorrow. Uh, I expect Lamar Jackson to probably get franchise tagged. Uh, who knows if it's going to be the non-exclusive or exclusive? Uh, we'll see. Um, but for Jimmy G and those other guys pending free agents, I mean, the numbers are being set right now. Uh, you know, and um, we'll see what teams are going to bite. I know Daniel Jones and his representatives are going out to Jersey and, and see if they can come to a deal, obviously. Uh, so the numbers are set. The numbers are out there. Dcar now Gino. Uh, so we'll see how those dominoes continue to fall. Uh, but, you know, free agency is going to be a frenzy, I, I think, because there's, there's going to be some prominent names, not only at the quarterback position, but certainly uh, in other positions as well, key positions, uh, I believe, as well. Yeah, you look at it right now with Derek Carr going to the Saints. They are now plus thirty to win the South. They were over $2 just a day ago, as, as Sean said. Yesterday's price is not today's price, that's for sure. <laughs> I wonder what the price tag is going to be with the, with the Packers because we're still waiting for Aaron to make, his, make wow. up his mind here. And he's out of the darkness retreat, but we still don't know. And now that it looks like the Jets didn't get D.C., Derek Carr, I wonder if they're going to get AR-12. What do you make of what Rodgers is going to do? And how would you manipulate this in the betting market either against the Packers or for the Packers next year if you don't know what 12 is really going to do? Yeah, you know, there's one team out there that they don't know what they're going to do at quarterback yet. I mean, I, of course, if you're the Jets, you're going to entertain any anybody that you can upgrade your roster with, right? Uh, you would like it to be 
A.A. Ron if it, it could be him. <laughs> uh, but how long are you going to wait? You know, you got free agency days away, and uh, you don't even know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be all in. Now, I will say this. There's one team out there that I believe that A.A. Ron would be all in for. Uh, and it was a bit of information. I didn't run with it a long time ago because I, I thought Tom Brady. I thought Tom Brady was the guy, uh, right? Um, but there was some some talk uh, from a former player, uh, you know, involved with the Raiders and stuff that uh, he thought it'd be a realistic possibility that the Raiders would go after A.A. Ron. Now, if Aaron Rodgers comes out of the darkness and still wants to play, <laughs> I mean, was that was that a hint? that he went into the darkness so he could play for the Raiders. I mean, I don't know. Right. Um, but he would be reunited with Devonte Adams Tay. Uh, and you know, if you're Devonte Adams at that caliber, you do not want to play with a rookie quarterback, right? I mean, you, you are the best in the game right now. You do not want to go backwards on the cusp of making the hall of fame and all that. Uh, so if there's anybody lobbying for Aaron Rodgers in Vegas, uh, I think the loudest voice in that organization right now could be Devontae Adams. So maybe out of a black hole into a black hole right? for Aaron Rodgers. It, it could happen. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, the Raiders do have something that they can dangle, and that's the seventh pick mm. in this yeah. draft, which is higher than the 13th pick that the Jets would be offering. And I know it would take more than that to, to acquire Aaron Rodgers, but – I mean, I could see that happening. The only pushback I would have is Josh McDaniels doesn't seem like a guy that wants a vet that is going to, yeah. you know, not necessarily talk back. I don't know if that's the term. Look at what a guy that's going to push back. Mm, a guy right, that's going to say, right. I do it this way, Josh. Let's tailor it to how I want to do it. You know, that would be the only question mark I'd have about how would that relationship work. What do you, what do you think? Well, Sean, that's not a bad pushback at all. Uh, but I'll push back even further, though, because, you know, if you're Josh McDaniels, you got to win, man. True. You know, he, he got out to that 6-0 and start with the Broncos, but that was with uh, mini Spygate. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, that's, he, that's some shade on his record as a head coach. And last year he didn't produce as a head coach again, too. So, I mean, I, I think there's some desperation there. Uh, there should be a sense of urgency, too. And, you know, if you're Mark Davis and you are going to the games at Allegiant Stadium and, and over half the stadium is filled with the opposing team's fans, I, you got to put an end to that. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, it's a short term. It's a quick uh, fix. You got the Super Bowl out here, too. It makes a ton of sense. But the alternative to me for the Raiders to, to try to compete in the AFC West would be Jimmy Garoppolo and Stidham. And I mean, at this point, with with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, you know, all these Super Bowl winning coaches uh, in your own division. It's like, wait a minute, you're going to really go with Stidham uh, and a pair of Stidham and Garoppolo. I mean, that, that just doesn't make a lot of sense when indeed you should put an effort, in my opinion, uh, to go after a top-notch quarterback. Ron, Ron Carthon, new GM in Tennessee, putting his thumbprint on the organization. Some whispers, maybe a little louder than a whisper, that they're going to shop Derek Henry. Whoa. From yeah. a future standpoint, I know the running back position has kind of been devalued overall. From a future market standpoint, where would his being traded to have the biggest impact as far as winning a championship in 2024? Well, division is a championship. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm looking at True. Atlanta and Arthur Smith, mm. right? Um, uh, you look, they, they want to run the football. They, they certainly, uh, Arthur Smith knows everything about, uh, uh, Derek Henry that way too. Uh, that, I think that division is wide open. Hell the, the division that he's in right now is wide open almost, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it makes a ton of sense for him. Uh, you, you can have a one, two punch too, a little bit, and, and don't forget how big they are offensively. 
uh, with yeah, Kyle Drake, Pitts London, coming back, Cal, yeah. mm -hmm. right? London. I mean, they, they are humongous on the offensive side of the ball. And we'll see what the Lamar Jackson situation holds, too. So uh, I, I think Atlanta can get good in a hurry, uh, especially now that you got these rumors about Derrick Henry, too. Only 30 seconds left. Uh, Jaguars franchise mm -hmm. Evan Ingram, NFL reinstated yep. Calvin Ridley. Are they legitimate AFC contenders next year? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, take think about the leaps uh, that a, a Trevor Lawrence will make, right? Uh, and that guy is hungry, I believe. I mean, he took uh, giant steps this season uh, getting away from Urban Meyer. I, I think he leaps forward uh, in the future for that franchise. I just hope Aaron Rodgers goes to the AFC. The AFC just keeps getting better and better. My 18-1 of the Cowboys actually has some life. Rich, we appreciate you, man. Great conversation as always. All right, guys. It have a good does night. It doesn't, Dave. It doesn't. <laughs> Back with more here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. <laughs> Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.